This episode of the podcast is brought to you by learning how to play a really inconvenient instrument and then breaking it out at parties and forcing everybody to listen to you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that has an unexpected comedic moment in it. Ow! I'm Frank. I'm Zach. And today we are talking about movies that are not comedies, but have a unexpected comedic moment in it fun maybe a few maybe a few um fun topic i thought that this was pretty good you know and i and like then doing the research and Mm kind of like deep diving and thinking about movies that i liked i was like this is pretty fun like this is a good topic not only fun but like i found this one to be probably the easiest to pick my categories for that's funny because i actually found this pretty difficult really (laughs) i I had a hard time finding like comedic moments Mm -hmm. um the criteria and, was just like, did it make me laugh? Yeah, and I and I guess that also. And, and the, but but one thing that I didn't want to do was like un unintentionally comedic, mm-hmm. like. So there's a scene in the Titanic, mm-hmm. and generally speaking, like the Titanic is not a very funny movie. I think it's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> Most of it's a comedy. <laughs> when the ship goes down, there's a scene where a guy jumps off and he like hits the propeller. Mm. And his body like flails, and I remember laughing way <laughs> like just a completely unnecessarily. Um, mm. And that wasn't supposed to be funny. You're supposed to be like, oh my god, that's terrible. But it yeah. just makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't count. These are for me. This is movies where the filmmaker or the writer was inserting a comedic moment, and and it just breaks the tension a little bit, mm. or whatever it may be. Um, I have one of them then. All right. Well, it doesn't matter. Like you can do whatever you want. Um, but that's that was my. I can criteria. go pantsless, is what you mean? Oh well, you already don't have pants on. Well, freedom. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so starting off, mm-hmm. I'll go first. I guess I don't know how many you have. I have six. I have five and a couple of. All right, so I'll start. Mentions. I'll start us off. Um, the first one that I wanted to to mention is probably the easiest go to answer, and uh, but it's also truly great Mm -hmm. and the reason why it's an easy go-to answer is because of truly how iconic it is um and that of course is 2012's kkk scene in django unchained Mm. yes so django has a few minor comedic moments but the kkk scene is by far hands down the funniest. Just a straight up comedic scene Mm -hmm. like an entire scene built around a joke which of course is, I can't see fucking shit out of these, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and it works so well because again, this movie is obviously about slavery, mm-hmm. um, and although it is a kind of heroic western, um, it's a dark movie and it's mm-hmm. got a lot of blood and a lot of swearing, and you're watching slaves get murdered or murdering each other. Um, you're watching literally them get ripped apart by dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know people that like left the theater because of how often the n-word was used right it's it's an intense movie mm-hmm. but Tarantino has some really I mean look listen you you could pretty much take any Tarantino film ever and pick out a really iconic funny moment like yeah. Pulp Fiction with you know I hit this watch in my ass like <laughs> that's truly great yeah um, there's so many but uh, Django Unchained for me every time I watch it it makes me laugh mm-hmm. because they're supposed to be, and they are, they're terrible people, but they're also just idiots. Yeah. And it makes you, it just breaks the tension a lot, and mm-hmm. it makes you just go, all right, that was fun. 
and then and then of course the movie gets into more seriousness but having that little in-between moment of them being complete idiots and then also just being like real people for what you know it isn't them like being these absolute bastards it's just them being authentic (laughs) and it feels like the camera should not be rolling at that time but like what they would be doing behind right exactly it's the behind the scenes and it is truly truly in my opinion one of the best comedic scenes ever yes it's funny that you mentioned tarantino i also picked one from tarantino's film um mine was from pulp fiction but it's when iconically marvin gets shot in the head so yeah (laughs) pulp fiction itself is a pretty funny movie. Yeah. I would not say that it's a comedy, though. No. It definitely is kind of more of, like, the action, like, mystery feel to it. But Marvin being shot is something that was so funny for me because it's, like, it obviously was not the plan in place to happen. They are taking Marvin to go see Wallace, and it just so happens that John Travolta's character puts the gun on the rest and as soon as they hit the bump, he pulls the trigger. And, of course, like, the iconic thing of, like, ah, oh, fuck, I shot Marvin in the face. Yeah, yeah, and just covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just completely diverges the entire rest of, like, their story. Where it's, like, now they have to go and, like, try and figure this out and get this car clean and get Marvin's dead body out of here. Yeah. And it was just something that was, like, so funny because it's, like, it was a joke, but now there's repercussions for it. Like, they have to figure out what to do next because of this. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's it's iconic. Mm-hmm. That's funny that we. I mean, I, I kind of figured that we would both have at least one Tarantino. Yeah, he, you have to have. Yeah, him he has so here. many funny things. Yeah. All right. Uh, my next one is from 2019's The Lighthouse. Oh fuck you, man! Again, I also have one from The Lighthouse. Okay. Well, for me, that one is the farts. Listen, I I, I almost put the farts in. Listen. I I like I like to think of myself as somewhat intelligent and <laughs> to have a, a somewhat um, mature palate. Mm. Um, but lowbrow comedy, man. But sometimes <laughs> a good fart joke is, <laughs> is is all you need, and it works. Mm-hmm. And the simple fact that that is literally the first real interaction between them is just. Willem Dafoe farting yes. in Robert Benson's <laughs> face, and then walking out of the room is. By far, one of the funniest moments I remember having in a movie theater. Like, it is just so unexpected, and the movie doesn't feel... Like, the movie is a deep metaphor of mm-hmm. Greek mythology and toxic masculinity, yep. and and it's got all these incredible, you know, meta, like, uh, beautiful shots, and, and it's kind of like a horror movie in some aspects. But the first thing that really happens in the movie is... Willem Dafoe farts in yep. front of him and it's just like oh okay you know what's funny too like I I watched like something like right before you got over here um Robert Pattinson was in an interview saying like how him and Robert England went to the studios like to promote the film and were trying to like get it passed as like a musical comedy mm. and then it's like that's not gonna work like you see all this dark shit in here and like all this murder and like craziness is like no 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 they'll buy it don't worry <laughs> and I thought it was really funny yeah um the lighthouse is obviously very funny for being so serious I tried my best to pick through like everything um obviously the farts was one thing where I was going back and forth with it um I love the scene like towards the end where it's like uh Tommy just gives everything back to Willem Dafoe's character he's like you got away with words and he's like oh god damn it yeah um but for me it was 
when Young has to go and like empty the shit pots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes out there in the pouring rain and, and the wind chucks is blowing it, <laughs> and it comes right back at him. And I don't know why. I think it might just be because like how Robert England cut off. It's the not Robert screen. England. You're talking about oh, no, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> what am I talking about? Um, Robert Edgar's. Yeah, yeah. Robert Edgar's like the way that he just cut the scream like yeah. in half. Yeah, yeah. And it cut to the next it's, scene. It's I think pure that's, comedic like. I, gold yeah, that's what got me yeah yeah because you do, it's like a half scream yeah. <laughs> it is well, i mean there's a, there's another one that like you're thinking about when he's like you're fond of me lobster yes, though right yeah. <laughs> i almost put the lobster in too yeah that's that's good um okay uh all right i don't think i think all the rest you're not gonna have no um so my next one is from ex machina mm-hmm is it the dance? Yeah. Of course it's the dance. You love that scene. So you have the, the you know, the fact that um, obviously, uh, I don't remember anybody's name in Ex Machina. Hold on. Will, Mike, Joey. No. So you have Ava who mm-hmm. just kind of drew a photo and Caleb who is obviously at this point kind of forming a real relationship with her and he's kind of falling in love with her. Um, and Nathan, who is Oscar Isaac's character, um, he... He sees on the video, he, uh, Nathan, or who, mm-hmm. there's so many people. Caleb sees yeah. Nathan rip up her drawing mm-hmm. and he ends up like confronting him while they're watching like his robot sex slave yep. waitress lady. Um, the, the prototype. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of. She's like dancing and, and Nathan <laughs> is like watching her dancing and the music is blasting. You can barely hear him. And Caleb's like, you tore up her drawing. And he's like, what? He's like, Ava's drawing. You tore it up. And he just like looks at him and he goes, I'm about to tear up this fucking dance floor. Mm-hmm. And then he so walks serious. out to this dance floor and starts doing a choreo- a choreographed <laughs> dance with his uh, his other robot. And it is absolutely a truly iconic funny moment mm-hmm. because the rest of the movie is very serious. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, but that one is definitely a highlight. Mm-hmm. That one was really fun. Uh, my next one is from a movie that just recently came out, and that is Pig. So I told you about this because um, it, it's the one scene in the film that I just like bursted out laughing to. So Pig, we will eventually do it. We're I actually going to gonna be doing it next because ah, that's my next pick. Okay, I figured so. <laughs> um, such a depressing, somber film. Like I'm so emotionally attached throughout the entire film. Yeah. And then you have this one scene where Nicolas Cage just has to be Nicolas Cage. And he goes and, like, <laughs> he he doesn't have the car anymore. He goes and, like, tries to grab the bike so he can ride that just off of somebody's front porch. The person that owns the bike comes up and is like, hey, man. And Nicolas Cage <laughs> just screams in his face. Yeah. And then walks away with the bike. And then the very next scene, he's not even riding it. He's just carrying it, like, yeah. on the side. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm he didn't just, even ride it. No. <laughs> I'm just like, why did you do that? <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, all right. So my next one mm. is a movie that I absolutely love, and you did too. Um, and that, of course, is 2017's Three Billboards Outside of mm. Missouri. Um, 
again, I remember I remember you saying when we did the episode that you were expecting this to be a lot lighthearted, a lot more lighthearted than it actually is. You I were like, swore the trailer showed yeah, a lightheartedness. Yeah, it, it kind of makes it seem like it's going to be more of like a like a comedy, mm-hmm. a dark comedy, but a comedy. And it's re- it's really not Mm-mm. for the most part. Oh, no. There are some comedic moments. Um, but one of my favorite ones is when uh, Mildred walks in and the desk sergeant is standing there and what's his name? Uh, Sam Rockwell's Dixon character mm-hmm. is like sitting at his desk and Mildred walks in and goes, Hey, fuckhead. And Dixon's like, what? And then the desk sergeant is like, don't say what when she comes in here calling you a fuckhead. <laughs> it is just like absolute pure comedy. It's so funny. Yeah. I, I love Dixon is, is like the comedic relief. He's like the scumbag. And then of course he ends up kind of turning around a yeah. little bit, but he is absolutely just a low IQ uh, person that is still like kind of lives with his mom and he's kind of a mama's boy, mm-hmm. but he is absolutely the comedic relief. This was the movie that made me kind of love Sam Rockwell. Like I think from this film, I've noticed him a lot more and whatever he's in. Yeah. Um, and it's a it's an absolutely fucking ball buster of a of a scene. Mm. My last next one, one last one for you. No, I have two more. Okay. Uh, my next one is that one that we talked about at the beginning of like kind of unintentional. And I don't think you know this because you never watched. Whoa! You whoa, never watched. I know things. You never watched. Maybe. Um, it is Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. There is this amazing scene that you cannot get now, like on DVDs. You can watch it on YouTube. Like you can check out the scene. They they, they like, edited they it, it out. out. They they completely cut it out. There is a scene early on. I think like right after you get um, Darth Vader coming in with all the stormtroopers and like just completely annihilating the Rebel Alliance. Um, and like right after that, they have a scene where stormtroopers are kind of coming through a door and just walking through and it's so amazing they the 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 one that's in center frame hits his head on the door and it's just the loudest like bonk (laughs) (laughs) i'll show you it after this like but he just he hits his head and it's just they don't talk about it. They so don't, it's unintentional. It's, like, yeah, like they, they the just, actor just like hit his head. They just <laughs> kept going. Like they were just like, "Fuck it, we don't have the film. Like just keep going." Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> and I wonder if they even noticed it. They didn't until people brought it right, up. Exactly, that's what I mean. They probably didn't even notice it. That's <laughs> funny though. That's really funny actually. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, all right, so my next one is from 1990s Goodfellas. Mm. Again, a pretty fucking heavy movie. Uh, people getting stabbed and buried in trunks and it, it, it's intense, but, uh, a very small scene and it's, and it's not like scream out loud comedy, mm. but it's very subtle, but it really, really made me laugh is when Tommy, who is played by Joe Pesci's character mm. invites everybody. Uh, they basically all go inside his mom's house. And they all sit, you, you've seen Goodfellas, right? Oh, so yeah. they all sit down and they're having like dinner. It's like in the middle of the night and they're all eating dinner at the table. And Tommy breaks out his mom's painting of the dogs. 
And he's just like, what do you guys think about it? And everyone's like, everybody who they just murdered somebody and they're just like critiquing this painting. They're just ball busting. And they're the like, paint. and they're like, no, it's a nice painting. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, one dog looks this way. One dog looks that way. It's, it's just like, it's like the most surface level art critique, art, art critique mm-hmm. ever. Um, but it's absolutely so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's just again a little a little like oh these people are human they're 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 kind of silly, um, but they they they're not just serial killers and gangsters and mob you know mob guys they the guy likes his mom yeah <laughs> it's fun yeah I like I like Goodfellas a lot like that is top tier like mob films for me yeah of course um so I have one left in honorable mentions so I might I'll just get the honorable mentions out of the way first um American Psycho with insert stray cat oh yeah right very funny yeah. uh not meant to be because yeah. it's kind of like him going crazy but right. i thought it was funny yeah um and then there will be blood i drink your milkshake just the i drink it up yeah it's so funny it's such a serious moment and it's such a good speech yeah but it's like that scene like Drainage. that <laughs> that Boy. part right there yeah. is just what gets me um so my last one and we will do this at some point because I feel like this is trilogy worthy. But Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah, there is a scene that context to it is what makes it funny. Oh, the, when he shoots the guy. Yeah. So yeah, when yeah. he shoots the the guy, when he pulls out like the sword and he does like this whole choreographed thing of like waving it around, and Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones just shoots him. Yeah. And then just like holsters his gun and walks away. Right. So the thing that makes this funny on top of it being that like, okay, he just like showed off and then got shot is the fact that there was this whole choreographed scene that was supposed to take place that the guy that's a swordsman did like two weeks of choreographed training for this. So in that way he can be prepared for it. The day of Harrison Ford gets like food poisoning or something yeah right? like food yeah. poisoning or like it's just too hot and like he gets like a heat stroke or something like that he's like no nah, i can't do the scene and then they were like okay we're just gonna have you shoot him then yeah and that's what i thought was like so funny besides the fact that like it happens is this whole story behind it yeah yeah i i've never seen it but it's a very like iconic thing that i i like later raiders of the lost ark a lot but what about the one with Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. I heard that one's terrible. Oh, it's horrible. If yeah. we do the trilogy for Indiana Jones, we're not doing Crystal Skull. Okay. <laughs> All right. So my last one is a movie that I don't know if you've ever seen, actually. I've uh, seen movies before. I know. But uh, I am talking about 2003's Memories of Murder. I've never seen. By Bong Joon-ho. Mm. So a very serious movie about three detectives basically trying to solve uh, a case of basically like the first serial killer in their country mm-hmm. ever. And it's like a serial, he's like, he's raping these women and leaving their bodies in the middle of a field. And they're just trying to find him. Um, and it's a very, very serious movie mm-hmm. with that type of subject matter. Uh, you would imagine. So, um, but I can imagine there are, there's this moment, there's a few moments in this movie where it's basically like a run on, like a kind of like a, like a run on joke that happens where for whatever reason these motherfuckers just like to kick people (laughs) so like 
there's a scene where uh like your main detective this woman is like walking down uh the side of the road and this guy is like asking her for directions and she believes that he's like being a creep so she's trying to get away from him and the detective sees this happening so he just like runs up and jumps the guy's like down a hill and he, and the our detective is on top of on top of the road so it kind of like you know it goes down it slopes mm-hmm. down and he just fucking runs up and jumps down the hill feet first and drop kicks this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And you were like, whoa, that was unexpected and like kind of but funny. But pretty badass. But and then it just keeps happening. Like they'll be interrogating somebody and the guy will just kind of like say something that nobody likes. And then all of a sudden one of the Texans will just like kick the fucking like, <laughs> the guy that they're interrogating. And it's really just like at any point in time, somebody's gonna get fucking kicked. Like you never know who it's gonna be, but someone might get kicked. Um, and it made, it just made me laugh because it's just, and it's supposed to be funny. Yeah. Um, and it, and it is, and it, and it absolutely works. Uh, and it's like, again, subtle comedy, not really subtle when you're getting kicked in the face, but it's, it's a comedic moment that while you're doing this really, really, um, heavy movie about something that is so serious, having this like small break in it just relieves the tension just a little bit. Yeah. And it helps. Um, really iconic though. Really, really funny. Kicking's always fun. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so that's our me. picks. Those are some of our picks mm. for uh, really great comedic moments in non-comedic films. Uh, you can share yours with us at Roll the Credits Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now talking like a what is this? Like Bob Ross. I'm gonna put just a just a nice little tree over here. There's that'll, no mistake. It's only happy mistakes. That'll be our that's what Zach secret. Was. Yeah, it was uh, happy mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Uh, you guys already know my my uh my yeah, pig. pig for next movie. Uh, the next movie is gonna be Pig. Um, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's I free think. on Amazon. There you go, Amazon. I have it on. I bought it because oh. you know I'm that kind of guy. Uh, I'm better than you. So <laughs> uh, you bought it. On I have a recommendation. And this is gonna be my uh, my final music recommendation because for a little while because mm-hmm. I feel like I've I've recommended like three albums. This is gonna be like the third recommendation of an album, but. I still want to highlight it because it's really good. And it's something that's a little different because I am listening to an album that is not in English. Mm. It's actually in Spanish entirely. I don't know what she's saying. <laughs> but it's pretty. But it's really good. Um, and I am talking about uh, Sil- Silvana Estrada's newest album, Marchita. I don't know if I'm pronouncing any of that oh, correct. Oh, you're going to get a lot of hate mail. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's how it's... Yeah, it's M-A-R-C-H-I-T-A, Marchita. Mm. Um, Silvana Estrada is a... I guess I would call her like an indie singer-songwriter. It's not, you know, nothing like crazy. It's like guitar mostly and then like some classic Spanish instruments. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, really beautiful. I looked up the lyrics, like the English, you know, um, translations. And this girl is writing fucking poetry, like real legit poetry. And that's something that, you know, when you can, when you can be a really great lyricist and on top of that, make songs that are catchy and just have a great tune to them that you want to also listen to just because you like how they sound. Mm -hmm. That's like the icing on the cake, you know? Um, This album is beautiful and I'm going to be buying it on vinyl very, very soon. So uh, I recommend it. I think that that's also kind of another recommendation is try to step out of just comfort zone a little bit. Right. Like, why not try listening to Spanish music? Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't I'm not into like their, you know, like the the typical like pop Spanish music. Mm -hmm. I'm not into that at all. When I was in college, 
oh my god, you that's loved all. it. No, 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 no. That's all they all listen to, and every single song just sounded exactly the same. And I'm like, wow, great, another Daddy Yankee song. Mm. I don't need that. Um, but this indie artist, she's great, and um, she has another album too that's really good. But this album for me was like a real, real highlight. And it's probably going to be one of my favorite albums of the year. Nice. So uh, I highly recommend checking it out, and I think it's worth it. So recommendation is that. And on top of that, maybe try to explore some other music that is outside of your culture. Very fun. We're doing Pig next week, so look forward to that. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad it's not Lamb. <laughs> We're going to do Lamb. What's up? <laughs> oh, uh, Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, roll the credits. <laughs>